It's not always fun and games for first responders. Zero five central, can you show me in pursuit? But sometimes it is. Oh my God, he's not wearing pants again. Sometimes it's dangerous. Flipping around, look out, look out, look out. Sometimes it's not. Antler Boulevard for a snake in a house. And sometimes it's just plain stupid. Chihuahua in his lap on a lawnmower. This is the stupid side of first response. Do I really have to go to that? This is code 0.5. Come in 0.5. All right. Welcome back to another episode. Once again, I'm Jason along with my co-host, Rich. What's up? Today, we're actually going to talk about stupid crap that we have to deal with. No more of the uh, bringing Renix and uh, anyway, all of his dumb crap. It's going to be everybody else's dumb crap that we've had to deal with. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got that beautiful bean footage. But anyway, I think we talked a little bit about this before, and we've got some stories lined out. And Oh, do we ever. <laughs> now, we've talked about the tip jar guy before, right? Yeah, yeah. So I got a, I got a feeling I'm going to be seeing more of this guy, so I'm going to have to give him some kind of nickname. And so since the main thing was the cheeseburger hack, I think I'm going to call him Cheeseburger Eddie. <laughs> have you tried that hack? I have not. <laughs> somebody, somebody out there is going to have to try this and see if it actually works. Yes, factor cap. We need to know if the cheeseburger <laughs> hack works. Factor cap. Oh, look at you catching on. You know who did factor you, cap is? Did you see what I said earlier? Natasha was saying some stuff. and You remember back in the 90s when we were kids and they had those top hat looking things that you could win like at carnivals? Oh yeah, yeah, like and the big different Doctor Seuss looking stuff. thing. Yeah, and yeah. I said that the cat in the hat, multicolored '90s cap. Ah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> now you're catching on. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta fit in with the cool kids. Hell yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So what? What's Cheeseburger Eddie been up to? So Cheeseburger Eddie got into a shit ton of trouble. Uh, he got into a pursuit and some other stuff. So he's got a bunch of stuff hanging out there. Oh, and, a pursuit? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's what so this has been kind of trailing along for a while. But uh, I hooked him up uh, recently, and he went to jail for a couple of days, and he got out. And when he got out, I mean, this whole time I'm taking him to jail, he's telling me he's going to turn over a new leaf, and he's doing all this stuff and all this crap. Kind of like the swiper, no swipey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yep, yeah, okay, yeah, I've heard this. So if you, I mean, if you really are, you know, whatever then you need to get your stuff taken care of. He's like, as soon as I get out, I'm going to come up there and, and see what I can do. So, all right. So he gets out of jail, like a day passes, two days pass or something, and he ends up coming up to the PD. And he wants to work out some kind of community service because this dude owes a chunk of change. We're talking somewhere, I mean, like three grand worth of stuff. Holy crap. Yeah, so he's got, he's like, man, can I do community service? And I'm like. Yeah, for 12 years. <laughs> I guess that'll be a start, you know. <laughs> Uh, we can at least get him started, you know, until he can go back to court and work out something with the judge and whatever. So I'm like, yeah, man, if you'll show up, you know, then we'll find you something to do. So this guy's hanging out, hanging out all freaking day long. And over the course, he like that day, I was like super busy. So he was always like he would come up and he would try to talk to me. But then my phone would ring. So I'd run, you know, I'd have to do things. And I think he thought for the most part that I was like kind of brushing him off or whatever, which kind of. But. I was busy, so not to do your job. But I'm in my office now, cornered, and I'm trying to do this report. And he comes and he's like standing in my doorway, and he goes, "Look, man, I, I just really want to tell you, 
I really appreciate you know you taking me to jail. I was like, yeah, well, you know, sometimes that's what it takes. And he's like, yeah, that's definitely what it took. They still got my STD took care of. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> At STDs? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. Apparently, I had it for a long time. I was like, how long? And he's like, oh well, you know, my my girlfriend ended up getting into trouble, and uh, apparently, he was like some super really good uh what do they call it squatter oh he would that's what got her in trouble and i guess she had more stuff out there so she ended up she's doing some time but he narrowly escaped that and that's what led him to come turn himself in and do all this other stuff so anyway so he's apparently had this this std since she went and i i could never get out how far or how long that had been but apparently while he was in uh he decided that that burning or tingling sensation he had probably wasn't normal and so he went it burns when i pee (laughs) so he went and got it all checked out so he's he's on antibiotics and i'm like oh man this guy has to use the bathroom he's got to pee outside (laughs) i am not taking any chances with that but he he starts telling me these stories and keep in mind i'm stuck like i can't get out i mean unless Central calls me. I got, you know, I'll have to bum rush this dude to get out of my office. He's just standing there. And he keeps, he's talking about all this wild stuff. And, and, uh, one of the deals, one of the other deals, he was telling me, he's like, man, I really miss her. I really miss her. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, the girlfriend. And he's like, yeah. He goes, man, one of the coolest things. He goes, I remember she used to, you know, she'd spend all day getting herself all fixed up and getting her makeup on. She'd get dressed and she'd look at me and she'd say, Come on, baby. And y'all are going to think I'm making this up. <laughs> this is his words. She did all that. And she'd say, come on, baby. Let's go dumpster dive. <laughs> Dead ass. I'm telling you. And I was like, at first I thought he was messing with me. I was like, nah, she really? And he's like, yeah, yeah. That's what we did, man. That's, you know, we find houses and kick it. And then, you know, we do that. We got a lot of stuff, man. They throw good stuff away. So she'd get all cleaned up and fixed up to go dump. Jumping a dumpster? I guess that's how they spent their quality time. I, I don't know, man. He was telling me about telling me about all kinds of crazy crap they found. But one now, of now, wait a minute. Would she get all cleaned up and dolled up or whatever? And then did he get his STD from her while yes. they were in the dumpster? I don't know if while they were in the dumpster. <laughs> Ooh, we don't kink shame. But, <laughs> but, but I didn't ask him that. Damn it! Now I'm gonna have to ask him that. Well, I mean, y'all didn't get it in a dumpster, did you? <laughs> all that stuff you're telling me, and it's like, wait a minute. Well, if she gets all dolled up, and he probably doesn't see that very often. Mm. I mean, he sees it while he's in the dumpster. Well, the next part of what he told me might actually might actually make that all tie in together, <laughs> because apparently one time they were diving, and they found this uh, satchel of Richards. <laughs> uh, apparently, and they were he's. Now, mind you, when he's telling me this, he's like, oh, they were, they were packaged. They were packaged. They were clean, except for one. One, it was out. And, it, you know, he's like, it looked like it had been out for a while. But anyway, she took it home and cleaned it up. And she uh, she had them out, and she took them to her mom, I guess, and was, like, trying to sell these to her mom. <laughs> her freaking, they were trying to get some dope. So she's trying to sell these to get money. And guess which one her mom picks? The open one. The open one. So she sold that to her mom for like he said like a twenty bag. So mom mom not only bought the garbage can dildo, 
but gave them $20 worth of methamphetamine. It's the mother of the year. <laughs> Does mom know where that came from? I don't think, dude, if she's doing as the crystal guides, I don't think she cares. If she's one of the listeners, she's going to be she's going to be calling them up. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's for sure. Can you Why would somebody throw all those away? I don't know. I Was that around here? I get, yeah. It's local. This dude's local. I'm trying to figure out where the heck they would get all those. I don't know. He said it was just, he said they found a bag and that that was the plan. First, they were going to have themselves a night, but then they decided (laughs) they could, they could probably trick those off and make some money with them since they were still packaged. Were they tweakers? Oh, yeah. What is it with tweakers and like, I'll just call it how it is, with sex toys and tweakers? (sighs) Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you if you stop a car and you look in it and mm. you can't smell or see the drugs in there, but if you see a male appendage that's been made out of Facts. rubber or whatever, there's most likely drugs in the car. Facts. I and I, I I I can't put two and two together. I don't understand where most of the time it's meth, and you know these <laughs> rubber male parts. Uh, I don't, man. I don't know. Like I, I've heard them. I've heard them talk about how it like increases your your sex drive and stuff like that. But I mean, that's so it increases know. your sex drive, but then you lose your teeth because you're not eating. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, apparently, it makes you want to screw and eat air biscuits. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we uh, uh, we had a newer guy, and oh man, I wish y'all could see this guy. Uh, we called him Justin Bieber because mm-hmm. of his haircut. He got he was on a traffic stop one time. He walks up to the window, and I can't remember how it got brought up or whatever, but he's talking to the woman in the car, and she turns and looks at him, and she goes, you look just like Justin Bieber because he had the haircut when Bieber first came out. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And every time I see this guy, I'll play on the PA, the, uh, the baby song or whatever. The baby, baby, ooh, uh, you, know. you know that song. Yeah, I'll play that crap for me. <laughs> you got to look the stuff up, man. I guess. So every time I see him, I'll play that over my PA, and we call him, uh, uh, ask him if he's got Bieber fever and all that kind of crap. But anyway, he, I think he lived like a very sheltered life, and he called me one day because he found a truck that was partially off the road. It was. It was half and half. It was half off the road, and but it was kind of like at the top of a hill where it could I could see where it could be dangerous, where mm-hmm. someone could hit it, and he's going to impound this thing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you impound the car, the first thing you got to do, you have mm-hmm. to inventory all the contents. Yep. And people, you know, misconstrue that for a search or whatever. And no, we've got to inventory it because then if you go and get it from the wrecker and they're like, hey, you know, I had this in there. Where's it at? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the inventory sheet. No, this wasn't in here at the time. Mm-hmm. And our cameras are on and all that, you know. Anyway, he tells me about this truck he's impounding. And I'm not too far away, so I'm going to drive up there. Mm-hmm. I get up there and we go and look in the truck. Open it up, and sure enough, in every compartment on the floorboard, the, you know, everywhere inside this truck, there's either some kind of uh, vibrating toy or there's a male appendage somewhere. Wow. So we're thinking, hopefully, that this is a girl that drives this truck. Hopefully. Yeah. 
Again, we don't kink shame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's called for a wrecker. So we're waiting. We're doing our inventory. And I'm not touching this thing. No. So I'm like, I go back to my unit. I grab some some gloves. Mm-hmm. And I go over there and I pick this thing up. And this thing, I mean, if that was made from some kind of man or whatever, he'd be awfully proud of it. This thing was this thing was huge. That made you proud just holding it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what the heck is on the back of it? And it's a suction cup. So I'm, I, I don't know what people do with these things. I, you know, that's not me or whatever. So whatever they do with them. And I take it, and sure enough, it sticks onto the glass. Well, yeah. And (laughs) about that time, the wrecker shows up. Uh And he's getting in position, getting in front of it. Well, I take this male appendage that has a suction cup, and I stick it to the windshield of this truck. And then just get back, and I'm waiting. And the guy that originally found the truck, you know, he's red in the face because he's embarrassed. And it's like I'm saying, I think he lived a sheltered life, which he has a brother that works for us now, and he's a total opposite. Really? Yeah. But um, the record driver gets there, and he pulls up, and he stops and sees this thing on the on the windshield <laughs> of the truck and just turns and looks at me, and I'm dying laughing. I'm standing on the, in the road there just busting up. I'm taking pictures of this thing where it's setting at, and, of course, I send it to my supervisor. Mm-hmm. And he's like, please do not send me stuff like this. I do not want to know right. what you're doing out in public. <laughs> Well, the record driver gets up on there, and he's pulling it up. And I go, hey, what are you going to do about that? And he goes, I'm not touching it. <laughs> I was like, but it's, I mean, aren't you fixing to drive this back through town? Through, you know? And he's like, yep, and it's going to stay right there. Really? <laughs> he loads this sucker up, puts it on his truck, and we follow it most of the way. And he drives right through the middle of town with this Basically, look like a, this uh, pickup had an erection on its windshield. Wow! And was pointing the way, <laughs> <laughs> just, just swinging in the wind. <laughs> I guess it stayed on the whole way. We didn't follow because we were going to follow him the whole way to see if it stayed on. Uh, <laughs> could you, uh, could you imagine if the thing fell off? Then the next tweaker would be finding oh, it, <laughs> having him a heyday I with it. Throw that sucker in a dishwasher and call her good. <laughs> I still. Maybe somebody can look that up and tell us why there's such a... That's not... No, there there is a, a correlation. There is 100% a correlation because we had a guy, uh, we had a guy and we had served a warrant and that's... They were everywhere. Everywhere in there. Like, it was crazy. And it was a guy? Well, it was a guy and his girlfriend. I mean, oh. but they were both. Now, see, I've dealt with the guys that... Oh. That they will have those, but there's a reason why they have them. Hmm. I mean, be, well, because they like them just like the girls do. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> again, we don't kink shame. <laughs> Not kink shaming. Well, that goes back to, and I can't remember what I called him. What did I call that guy that had the the sex doll? Oh, was it Timmy or Jimmy? Yeah, it was Timmy. One of those. Timmy. Yeah. He Timmy. had the magazines and all that stuff in there too. Oh wow. And those two, they're I mean, they I know they're on stuff. So he had a whole F shack. Oh yeah. I called it oh. their love shack. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I haven't been out there in a long time, so I don't even know if it's still there. Oh, you will now. <laughs> you will now. Yeah, It'll I'll be, be out there first thing in the morning. Yep. I'm gonna have to show you something. That thing's moved around. <laughs> 
Freaking, uh, well, speaking of that, just along the same lines, so Renix, we had, I had taken a report on the stolen vehicle, and uh, they hit a smooth lick, though. They, they stole a truck out of one county, and then they, they wrecked it, bailed, and then stole another vehicle. And so it had disappeared. But I would taken the report on it and entered it into NCIC. And uh, Brennix gets a call from old boy at another agency. And he goes, hey, man, I think we got your car. And he goes, oh, sweet. Is it a, you know, whatever it is. And uh, he goes, yep, yep. So he matches everything up. He's he's the other agencies contact and dispatch. And they're going to go ahead and get it taken out and show it as recovered. And he goes, uh, Brennix is like, well, was there was there stuff because the the first truck that was stolen it was, it was like tools and all kinds of crap and he goes oh yeah yeah there was some tools and Renix is like heck yeah okay and he's like there was a there was actually a jack in there and he's like oh okay yeah yeah that probably came out of there and he goes but uh could you ask your rp if she maybe left something in the vehicle and he's like like what what do you what do you mean and he's like you know like a a it's a purple feminine product. And Renix is like, as in what? And I mean, I'm, I can hear the conversation and I mean, just the kind of, just the way the guy was talking, I was like, I was like, Renix, it's a freaking dildo. And he's like, Oh, I don't know. And then he's like, gets this puzzled look on his face. And he's like, you know, whispering, you think she would, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to know. Don't. That's not. We don't care. We got the car back. That's probably been claimed by. It's insurances now. <laughs> they can do with that what they want to. Please tell me Renix called her and asked her if she left something like that in there. I don't know that he did. That's probably something he would do. <laughs> I don't see how. I think, you know what? I think he was really curious because he said that if it wasn't, then he was going to send it to OSBI and have DNA <laughs> testing done to see if I could identify the suspect. I'm like, Renix, <laughs> it's not how this works. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. <laughs> Be like, man, I like the way you think, but no. <laughs> Dude, we'd have OSBI down here trying to kick our ass. Which one of you dumb bitches <laughs> sent us a dildo? <laughs> that one. That one right there. <laughs> and they'd get one look at him and be like, oh, we understand. <laughs> yeah, ne never mind. Did he live a sheltered life, too? Ah. Uh... Because if it took him a minute to catch, I can see like at first if they're saying like a feminine product, you could be thinking of like, you know, like sanitary napkins or, you mm -hmm. know, or well, like back in the day when I used to do some work with the plumbing contractor, we called them white rats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's kind of like a given, though. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know why he didn't catch on to it. <laughs> He's ate up. As in, what do you mean? He's your boy. No, no, that's yours. <laughs> I don't claim him. Hey, we were <laughs> we're talking about uh, all these toys. This reminds me of uh, uh, today. We went on a call, and 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 I hate when people do this. Like they'll call you and they'll say, "Hey." My kid is, like, out of control. Can you come out here and, like, put the fear of God in them mm -hmm. or discipline them or something? Mm -hmm. And the first thing that goes to my mind is, is this isn't my kid. 
you need to raise your own child. You need to discipline your own kid. Stop trying to use me as a weapon. Because mm-hmm. especially if they're younger, it's like kids need to know that when they see us, mm-hmm. we're not the bad guy. We're not the, the one that's going to get them in trouble. Mm-hmm. We're the ones that if they need help, they come to us. Right. So instead of just being a parent and disciplining your kids, they, you know, want to pawn it off on us so they don't look like the bad guy. Instead of being looking like their parent, they look like their buddy. Yeah, they get that going to the store and there's a kid running around. You better stop that. I'm going to have him take you to jail. Oh, yeah. And oh. God, that makes me – and that reminds me of another one. I was with a guy in a store one time. And we're in there eating dinner, and of course, while you're eating, people come up and they want to ask you 50 questions, mm-hmm. and you know, and all that. And I'm in there with another officer who's a veteran, been doing it for a long time. And this mom and this kid walk up, and the mom goes, "Tell him what you did." And we we're like, "What? What is? T- what's going on?" And the kid goes, "I didn't do my homework." And so we just kind of look at each other, and I'm like, "I don't know what to say to this." And he goes, this veteran that, you know, he's been doing it for a while, so he's kind of salty. And he goes, well, did you ask your parents for help? And he was like, yeah. And then the mom interrupts and she says, well, we told him that if we he didn't get his homework done that you were going to come and get him. And immediately his expression totally changed. And he goes, did your parents not help you with your homework? And he goes, no. And he said, I tell you what, if they don't help you again, you call me and I will help you. And then after that, I'm going to take your parents to jail because they're not helping you. Mm. And he was like, okay. And then uh, he pulls out like a quarter out of his pocket and hands it to him, tells him to go over the machine. Mm. And the kid goes over the machine. He looks at those parents and he goes, don't you ever freaking do that again. Mm. And I'm like, oh, holy crap. And he's like, it's your responsibility to raise this child and blah, 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 and going on Mm -hmm. and on and lighting into them. Mm -hmm. And it's the truth. I mean, we're not here to be cop daddy. You know, we're here just to make sure there's there's peace. Yeah. You get that all the time, man. Kids don't, kids not want to clean their room. Can you come over and tell him to clean his room? Like, no. No, you can go in there and, like, take his Xbox or do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Find something. And then, like, uh, he's got currency. We get a call before, and I went, and uh, this is a veteran that I'm with. We go in the house. He walks in the bedroom because this kid won't get up and go to school. Okay? And immediately, he's like, well, what do you want me to do? I'm not the child's parent. Mm-hmm. Well, she won't just get up or he, whatever. And he was like, okay, I'll go fix this. He walks in the room and calls the kid by name and says, will you please get up and get dressed? No movement. Okay, that's strike one. Then he gets louder. Get out of bed and get dressed now. Mm -hmm. No movement. So next thing, he pulls blanket off grabs ankle and starts slowly pulling mm-hmm. kid comes to the edge of the bed boom hits the floor that kid stands up and he goes get in the car now he had that kid put shoes on and then we took him to school wearing exactly what he went to bed in nice never got called to that house again i bet yeah I <laughs> it was bet. the greatest thing watching this kid boom hit the floor oh. and mama's just standing there and she's like oh well should have got up when i told you to get up. <laughs> Back in back in our day, something like that would have worked. But I mean, kids now, they don't care. 
Yeah. They'll go like that. And a lot of times before I would do something, the first thing I would think is like, wait a minute, will my daddy beat my ass if I do this? Mm-hmm. And if there was any doubt in my mind that I'd get my butt busted, I didn't do it. Will this get my ass beat? <laughs> yes. But now instead do of it. just being a disciplinarian, we get called out for everything. Oh, yeah. And going back on the one I was talking about, we're on our way to this house and kids just being a defiant little turd. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know what we're going to do. So we're on our way out there, and I tell my rookie, I was like, because he's at the point now where he's he's fixing to get cut loose. He's doing everything on his own. I'm not giving him any help. He's doing great. And I told him, I was like, look, when you get there, go up to mama, and this is what you say. Go, ma'am, did we have sex in the past? <laughs> and he just kind of looks at me, and he's like, what? And I was like, just ask her that. And when she tells you no, then say, well, I'm clearly not the father of this child. You need to be a parent and raise him. Mm. And then we'll leave. And he's looking at me. He's like, can I really say that? And I'm like, no, don't say that. But I know you want to. Yeah. But get in the house and go. <laughs> but, I, you know, I don't know. That's one thing I wish parents would, they would tell us, like, what are they thinking that we're going to do? Yeah, what, I mean, what can we do? Yeah, I mean, sometimes you know what I mean. You're stuck. It's just a. I don't know. I think a lot of that's the the internet and stuff like that. Well, I mean, you know, we can tell them too. It's like, look, kids, if you don't get up, do what you're supposed to. Be a responsible adult. You're going to turn out to be like Renix. Yes. <laughs> and we don't need any more of those. We should use Renix as the example. Yeah. That's it. We solved it right there. Don't be a Renix. Anytime these kids are defiant like that, Renix goes to the house. They talk to him for like five minutes and realize what could happen to him, and they will straighten their entire life out. Don't be a Renix to society. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Senior Renix. She ain't ever walked up and asked a mama. No. Hey, did we ever before? No. no, we didn't. Oh, so then that's clearly not my child. <laughs> how do, I don't know how we twist. I guess we. I don't know how we arrived at that. Uh, heck, I don't know. <laughs> One thing just kind of led to another. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Today's episode will be discussing dildos and children. I think you should call this one "Good Vibrations." <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the name right Good there. Good Vibrations. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. Well, we're going to get out of here. I know uh, uh, it's not really been short. We've been our episodes have gotten a little longer. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to get out of here. Don't forget to check out our Facebook, what, TikTok and Instagram. and We're on the gram. Yeah, we're on all that stuff. Leave us comments. Hey, and if there's, like, if y'all have questions about stuff within reason, we can answer them and help you out. Oh, uh, man. But most of the time, like, we've had people, like, send us questions and stuff, and we can't, like, fully Basically, what our answer is going to be is that you need to talk to an attorney. Yeah, we can't give legal advice. So if you do have questions like maybe like why we do things or things yeah. that we do, hit us up and we'll answer them. We'll even give you a shout out and then answer them. Oh, yeah. But anyway, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for listening. Thanks.
You've been listening to Code 0.5, the lighter side of police work. If you have ideas or suggestions for our show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website at Code05.co. That's Code05.co. And please consider making a donation at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash code zero five. Be sure to use the digits zero five. Thanks for listening to Code Zero Point Five.